Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Mark Stoos. Mark, you are the chairman and CEO of Proof. You're found on the web at proofanalytics.ai, and you're also the host of the podcast, Accelerating Value. So to our friend that's listening to our podcast episode right now, go ahead and do a search for Accelerating Value, and you get to hear more from Mark. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's great to be with you, man. Well, give us an overview of what Proof is and what you, what you do on a basis, a daily basis uh, with the organization as the CEO? <laughs> well, uh, I have a great team. So actually, yeah. my, my role is increasingly minor. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it, proof is all about helping people make better decisions on a very consistent, speedy basis, right? So if you kind of think about this for a second, you make a 1% better business decision every day for a year, the compound value of that, right, is 37, 38x, right? So we're talking about like almost 4,000% improvement. So how do you do that? Well, it's all about taking analytics, which have been around for a long time. The math has been around for a long time and automating that in software so that it all of a sudden becomes usable at the speed of the business, right? So instead of waiting for results to come back, you know, every quarter, every half year, whatever it is, uh, and that's normally the cadence, um, which is almost useless because you're always looking in the review mirror. You're trying to drive forward in the review mirror, right? Um, Now you can, with proof, You can say, you know what? Okay, I see how this is all moving. I see how my business is moving. I see how the environment around my business is moving. This is what we need to do. It's it's basically like a GPS, right? I mean, you're essentially saying, hey, this is where I am. This is where I need to go. Here's Here's the best route to get there. And oops, there was an accident. Traffic is piling up. What was once a really good way to get there is no longer a good way to get there. So I need to go left and right and left and right. These these kinds of decisions are very real in today's business. I mean, just look at COVID and the current period and all this kind of stuff. We're talking about extreme volatility, uh, very fast velocity in change itself, right? I mean, the, the you cannot keep up with your unaided human brain. You just can't. 
So proof uh, is uh, used by a lot of big companies. Uh, yeah. So uh, on your website here, I'll, I'll kind of list off some uh, some some logos that I'm seeing, and and we'll see if our listener recognizes any of these companies. AWS. Uh, Salesforce, Samsung, Honeywell, Cision, uh, Oracle, Johnson Controls, United Healthcare, uh, Intel. You, you've worked with a few uh, notable uh, companies. And yeah. so how does this, um, like, what, what does engagement look like? And I, my primary question is, I would have thought that uh, you know, the functionality that proof brings, and maybe this is a misconception, would be something that just Salesforce would have natively. No, not at all. Um, in fact, quite the contrary. There's a lot of data science teams in these corporations that are doing multivariable regression analytics, but they're doing them the old fashioned way or, or their outsourced supplier is doing it the old fashioned way. And the problem is not the math or the data or the accuracy thereof nearly as much as the speed with which the answers come back and the speed with which they can be, those insights can be used by business people to make better decisions, right? So this is all about speed. It's all about automation. It's not about new math. It's not about magic math. It's not anything like that at all. Um, and so, and, and by the way, you see, you know, if you're a, a business executive in a fairly large corporation, you probably have been exposed to IT teams and data science teams that are obsessed with data management conversations. These are multi, multi-million dollar, very long cycle, you know, technology implementations data lakes, lake houses, data mesh, data, you know, it's all kinds of stuff. And this is about the supply chain, right, for what we're talking about. But in most cases, they're so focused on the supply chain, they've never actually made water come out the other end of the pipe, <laughs> right? And proof is all about the spigot, mm. right? It's all about the last mile. I mean, we're not exploring for new petroleum sources and drilling for them. We are the refinery, right? We are the ones that are taking all of that crude oil, which is very necessary, right? So I'm making an analogy between crude oil and data, right? It's very ne necessary, but if you put West Texas crude into your gas tank, your car is over, Right. And you're not, it's not going to burn it. You're not going to go anywhere. Right. You've got to put the crude into a refinery and generate the gas that actually can power your car. Yeah. Same thing with analytics. Analytics is the refinery and we have automated very large uh, portion of it. You know, I would imagine, uh, you know, again, you made mention of, you know, the past uh, couple of years and the major disruptions, particularly, I'm sure some of the things that you've observed and, and maybe talked about on your podcast, you know, the disruptions that, that have happened to uh, yeah. companies that were not well positioned to all of a sudden go 100% distributed, for example, with their sales teams. Um, 
what are some of the major things that you witnessed, particularly during the early days of COVID and, and then kind of the slow recovery? Well, I mean, on the plus side, right? I mean, if you were in the video conferencing business, Oof, yeah, you know, pre, pre-COVID, right? It was stable. It was generally very positive. You were doing well, okay? But COVID threw gasoline in, in, a, in the best possible way on that whole dynamic and your business just exploded. So what happened, right? So you started selling a lot. You know, so revenues went way up, assuming your your uh, pricing model was good, your profitability went way up. Um, but the stress and strain on your technology infrastructure to deliver those services just was crushing. And so if you remember in 2020, we saw a lot of these uh, services really struggling with their bandwidth and you know, you'd be on a, a video conference with your team and all of a sudden it would just get eliminated. And it was because you got kicked off. It was like a brownout in, in electrical service terms, right? So um, what we have seen overall, though, is, is even more important. And that is, if you look at our clients and the analytics that they're running and you compare 2019, so pre-COVID, with 2020 2021 and 2022 year to date, there are no, there is no past as prologue here, right? If you used one year as the basis, absence, absent analytics, if you just said, okay, I, this appears to have worked in 2020. And so I'm going to kind of tweak it a little bit and I'm going to implement it again in 2021, you would have been way off every year, right? What, what, what we're seeing is that there's so much change in the macro environment wow. that it is changing the validity and, and, and impact of different investments that you're making. It's not that these things suddenly suck, right? It's that they suddenly are sucking because of major changes to the environment in which they're happening. So if you think about this in terms of the street, you know, Wall Street, this, this was what they would call headwinds and tailwinds, right? And so if all of a sudden the headwinds are huge and they're pushing hard on these investments and essentially retarding the ROI of these investments, then all of a sudden the investment's not any good anymore, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's safe to say that that great sales leaders and great VPs of sales and, you know, folks that are focused upon growth and, and meeting consumers and their clients where they are, are, are leveraging data. Um, is there a point where we can become a little too obsessed on the numbers and not enough on the guts? Or do can can we just let an AI dictate what we should be doing and what our team should be doing? Uh, so number one, I mean, we are way, I don't care what anyone says, right? Um, when you hear that we're on the verge of satient AI, meaning self-aware, self-thinking AI, AI that can run autonomously from human beings in a safe way, that is crap, right? I mean, that's just not true, nor would we want it to be true, right? I mean, the thing that human beings bring that no AI can bring is 
morality, ethics, and awareness of context, all this kind of stuff, right? This, the so-called soft skills, right? Which are actually the hardest skills. And if there was ever a misnomer, right? Um, to call all this stuff soft skills is wrong. It's the hardest stuff of all. Um, so I, but I will say this, I think that we are also a very long way from anybody overweighting uh, data and analytics, right? And in the decision <laughs> process. Um, and so uh, it's also important to say this, data is a, a siloed scoreboard of a particular thing in a particular time in a particular place. It's like an NBA win-loss on a game, right? That's data. But does that tell you anything about the game? Does it tell you why that game turned out that way? No, it doesn't, right? It's important. You got to have the data. But data is also always, and I mean always, about the past. Data by itself has no predictive value at all unless you suspend disbelief and you believe instead that past is prologue. So if you believe that tomorrow is going to be just like today, then go for it, right? But that's not happening. That's not the way life is. That's certainly not the way business is. Analytics is all about the relationships that exist or don't exist between different things, right? So this, when you hear the phrase cause and effect analysis, right? That's analytics, Right. It's about what it's about giving meaning and understanding and relevance and context to data. Right. And so it's not it's not enough to just say, well, we have all this data and we put it in Tableau and we have this gorgeous dashboard that we review, you know, every quarter or every month or whatever it is. Right. If you can't show the cause and effect and what is driving this effect more than anything else, whether that is something you control or something you don't control, you will never be even close to being the master of your destiny, right? So in closing, I would say this, everything you don't control in the world is a, that's relevant to your business is about 60 to 70% of the equation. This is the wave. You're trying to surf the wave, right? You're trying to end up with a beautiful finish on the beach and you don't want to wipe out, right? Analytics is all about your ability to detect the changes in the wave and match those changes with changes in what you're doing on the surfboard so that you stay upright and moving forward and you don't get wiped out. That's the essence of it right there. Yeah. All right, Mark. So um, someone has been listening to our conversation and they want to know, like, what is the kind of the, you know, the discovery process or the onboarding process or engagement process to working with proof? And, you know, the concern I wonder if some people feel is, well, it's going to be really cumbersome. It's going to be disruptive. Um, what is that process of activation look like from kind of, the, you know, looking at the whole user journey? Sure. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, and it is disruptive, constructively so, right? Because you're moving from an ego-based decision-making process to something that's far more balanced, and that is disruptive, right? In terms of rolling it out, though, 
there's nothing new under the sun. And we're doing this the same way that scientists have pursued the scientific method for generations. This is standard operating procedure kind of stuff. So we start with what are the questions that you need answers to? And as business leaders, you know, I mean, this probably won't surprise you. There's about 10, you know, 20 to 30 questions that are on the hit parade for almost every company everywhere. You know, they will, they'll be tweaked a little bit here and there based on the industry and all this kind of stuff, but they're extremely predictable. And those questions are then answered by a hypothesis. And the hypothesis here is really, what are we doing right now that we believe is addressing these questions? It's trying to move these, these issues forward. That's what we need to test. So then we create a model. This is a mathematical model. It's actually reasonably standardized, right? It's, it, it's, a, it's a known entity is what I'm trying to say. And that model combined with that question says, okay, here's a checklist of data types that we need to, in order to arm the model so that we get an answer. That's really it, right? Um, generally speaking, if you do this the old fashioned way, right, you're gonna be spending millions of dollars a year per model it's a big, huge monolithic model. It's great math, but it's very slow. Um, and even the model creation is in some cases, weeks and months, right? In our case, what we've done is we've made it far more approachable and mm -hmm. thus far faster. And so you can model a whole bunch of different things in hours, right? And once you set it up and get it moving, it becomes kind of semi-autonomous, right? You don't have to revisit the modeling process all the time. You're now focused on, okay, what are the latest results and how do I respond? You know, if, if all of a sudden I see our performance starting to drift and it's drifting for these reasons identified by the model, what do I need to do in response to that? You can war game different responses right there in proof. So it's, it's a great way to, I mean, the way that proof is commonly used in our customers is in a conference room with a bunch of people. They're all looking at the problem. They're looking at the changes in the environment. They're saying, okay, how do we want to respond? They're modeling the responses, the different scenarios right there in the meeting, right? And they're able to pick one in the meeting and implement it and keep going. Awesome. Mark Stoos, Proof Analytics, the website proofanalytics.ai. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate our conversation. Thanks, Josh. Great to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience 
for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.